Welcome back to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon, and I'll be your coach this evening. So today we're going to be talking about the blog that just came out today. It's a TUS series, so that's going to be a tune-up series for any new listeners or new followers. And the tune-up series is part 28, the tools of knowledge, how to find the truth and opinion. This stemmed from my recent talks on Fridays where I talk about the news, just the mainstream media, just general media, and how they depict the news. Because for me, I'm a mindset coach. And what I work on with people, with clients, etc., is to be more positive. Because if you're more positive, then you're going to be more likely to give yourself more effort, right? Give you put in more effort to achieving your goals, to achieving a better life, to the best version of yourself. And it doesn't happen from simply sitting on the sofa or watching the news all day. Because if you know anything about the news, the news is pretty down. It can be negative. It can be a buzzkill where you turn on the news and the only thing you can do is fear. But there's something along with that fear, curiosity. And now we're not only curious for what mainstream media wants to tell us, what we need to be aware of, but we're also told their rhetoric, or they're told we're told their opinion, how we should be operating, what we should be doing. And we're going to get into peer pressure, into conforming to society at another time. That would have to be another blog post or it could be a workshop. But today we're going to be talking about how can we find truth and opinion? Because if the news is supposed to inform us, but the news is misinforming us, or it's making us feel a certain way, where can we get valuable resources from? Where can we get that information from? Because we do need information in order to be so to be efficient, right? To stay ahead. And a lot of fear has been going on in the media where they tell you that you need to fear COVID, you have to fear maybe immigrants. And it's not counterintuitive for progress because if you're fearful of something, what does fear do? It debilitates you. So now if you have a mind that is in fear, you don't want to take action. Similar to how quarantines were. We're going to stay locked up for two weeks, then three months, and then a year. And it's happening again. In certain areas of the world, people are being asked to quarantine because of a rise in COVID or of a fear of a rise in COVID. And it doesn't even have to happen where there is a spike. Just the fact that there could be a spike is going to create fear. In certain areas of the country, especially here in America, you can see which areas are still living in fear, where people are getting their news and their resources from establishments that are using fear as a base to keep their audience. And yeah, you want to be curious. Yeah, you want to be informed. But the goal is to not be misinformed. So how can we find that information? How can we find 
usable data that's going to help us be better equipped to handle anything that could be coming our way. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's blog. So if you're new to the channel, welcome. Head over to RevanConcepts.com. Check out all those wonderful things there. If you're new on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, all the platforms I stream on, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, do all those things that videos like. And without further ado, let's get into today's blog. So today we're going to be talking again about the truth and opinion, talking about the facts of the news. And I wrote a pretty lengthy article today for you to understand that it's not as simple as saying, hey, you go to this channel and you watch the news. Because if that was the case, I would say, hey, guys, you know, don't watch CNN no more. Don't watch Fox News anymore. Don't watch ABC News, NBC News. Just watch this one channel, right? This person knows what they're doing. This person speaks the truth. They don't say any lies. I can't do that because I would be wrong because the news needs fear. And sometimes the news is fearful, especially when COVID first came out. People were uncertain of what COVID was. It was a lot of uncertainty in that virus. We didn't know anything about it. And now there's going to be a divide in society from people who want to get the vaccine or people who don't want to get the vaccine or just mandates in general. So there's a lot going on within our society, within our time. And we have to be able to come up with a conclusion on our own. Not because someone told us to believe this, because we see it as our truth. And when you see it as the truth, it's not because you were told by someone who's established, someone who is accredited. It is because you can see it happening around me. Now, what is the definition of a pandemic, right? It's going to be a, a surplus of an incident, right? So it could be deaths, illnesses, sicknesses, and that's what COVID was, right? Many people got sick. And even though it was a pandemic virus, people died, it wasn't the deadliest, right? If we look at history, there has been deadlier, right? Spanish flu, for example. But that doesn't say that COVID wasn't a big deal because it is a huge deal. How many lives were lost and livelihoods will not be returned or restored back to normal. So we need to figure out how we cannot let this happen again in our future. Because if we're going to keep on allowing this circle to go, this wheel to keep on spinning of, oh, wait, we have a new thing to worry about. Oh, better watch out for this. If we keep living like that, we're going to be living under a rock and we're not going to be taking action when action is necessary. So we're going to break down this article in just the five areas. The first area is going to be where do we get our information from? Okay. Whether that be the newspaper, friends, family, you know, the television, where do you get your news, you know, your information from Two. After you receive the information, what emotion are you feeling? Maybe you're fearful. Maybe you're excited, happy, optimistic, pessimistic. Three, ask someone outside of your circle or your region 
for their point of view. And by this, I mean, if you live in New York City and you hear something is happening in California, if you have a friend, family member, someone you know in California, you can ask them directly, just a regular person, not a news media source. And we're going we're to get into that a little bit more. Four, we're going to create our own belief. We're not going to simply believe what people say or what people tell us to believe. And we're going to get more into that too. And the last area we're going to be addressing is going to be ask yourself, is this belief going to help me to get me to the life that I want? And that's going to be important. So those are the areas we're going to be talking about. And we're going to dive deep into each one, some more than others, but each area is going to be important for us to realize and to understand. So for example, number one, we're talking about where we're getting our information from. Now, you might be a person who likes a certain type of news. Growing up, I believe the news that we watched the most was ABC, NBC News. It was just, that was what, uh, that was our preferred news channel. And the only thing I remember watching when I was younger was if it's snowing, if it's going to snow and if school is going to be canceled. That was my only concern when I was younger. But as time developed, I started to look at news more so of, wow, there's a lot of things happening, whether it be gun violence, drugs, you name it. I started to see that there was a lot going on more than what I needed to understand, what I needed to know. And someone once said, children shouldn't have adult problems. They shouldn't be in adult business. So why are children currently in adult business? Whether it be politics, whether it be reform, mandates, you name it. Why are we allowing children to be stressed out, worried, fearful of what could be next in their life? And I understand that we want them to be aware. We want them to be cautious. But we were always cautious as parents growing up. Parents will always tell their children, don't go in a stranger's car. Make sure you look both ways before you cross the street. They were always being protective. And now, wear your mask. Make sure you have your vaccine. Etc. So now we're telling children adult problems. Because it is maybe political, if you want to think of that way. But we go from early on in COVID, COVID doesn't affect children. And now it does. We go early on from a mask won't help to several masks make perfect sense. And we're getting mixed messages from different doctors, scientists, organizations, right? Organizations that we trust. FTC, CD, uh, the CDC, White House, news sources, whether it be CNN, New York Times, all of these sources that we have been growing up with 
and trusting, now we're getting mixed, mixed information. CNN is telling me one thing, but Fox is telling me another. Who do I believe? Who should I listen to? And that leads us to number two. When you get this information, how does it make you feel? Do you feel hopeful? Do you feel excited, optimistic? Or do you feel negative, pessimistic, scared? And much of the media that we're experiencing right now has a fear base to it. And it's a two-pronged reason. The first-pronged reason is the reason that fear is going to bring in more views than positivity. If I ran my coaching business as, if you don't sign up for coaching, you're never going to be successful. Maybe people will believe it. I'll never be successful if I don't have this. I better sign up. Similar to how people need designer clothes, branded products. It all goes back to peer desire. You have to be desired by your peers. You have to be accepted by your peers. And if you think differently, they're going to call you out on it. And the last thing people want is conflict. The human mind doesn't like conflict. That's why it's called fight or flight. And most of the time, if you have the opportunity for flight, you're getting the heck out of there. So if we understand that this information is making us feel uneasy, why do we continue to listen to it? Because our mind is naturally negative. And if our mind is naturally negative, that is, means our mind favors this type of information. I can talk to you about positivity all day, and you'll probably click off quicker than you do for a TikTok that you don't like. That is because the brain is attracted to drama. Why do we like certain sitcoms or certain series of shows? especially the ones that are drama-filled. It is because we need drama if drama is not in our life. We need problems to solve, even though they're not our problems. So we are given a problem from the news, from newspapers, from reporters saying, we need to worry about this. Now we have a problem and we're looking for a solution. But we look for the solution to the same person who told us the problem. So now the news says, hey, we have a problem. We're going to wait. We're going to keep on watching until we find a solution. And guess what the solution was? Vaccines. Masks. Quarantine. Sounds like a good idea, everyone says. I'm with you. And they follow But then we have to realize that maybe what the news is telling me is not necessarily going to be true. It's not necessarily going to be for me. And by that, I mean what the news reports somewhere might be totally different than 
what someone is experiencing in that region. For example, we had a snowstorm in Texas. Snowstorm. And I'm not talking about the frost. I'm talking about there was a little bit of snow in 2017, I believe. And a few flights got canceled. Maybe 75, maybe 100 most. And the whole world was in a panic. I had family from Puerto Rico calling me saying, hey, what's going on in Texas? It's crazy over there. They're they're closing all the airports and they're shutting down the cities. And I was like, there's no snow here. And I sent them a picture of a little bit of snow I found underneath a tree. It was melting. And I sent them the picture and I said, don't believe what the media is going to tell you. You determine that for yourself. And of course, he started laughing and he says, boy, I can't believe that. And my parents and my siblings, same thing. They were so concerned. They were like, it's going crazy in Texas. You got to be careful. Like, And for me, I grew up in New England. I know everything about driving in the snow. But that doesn't mean I'm invincible right? Someone can crash into me that doesn't know how to drive in the snow. Just because I have experience doing it doesn't mean that everyone around me has experience doing it. And I understand it could be scary for people driving in the snow for the first time. It was panic. We were told to panic. People were told to panic. People were told it is so crazy in Texas, but the people living here were just living their life. So we need to make sure where we get our news from that resource is going to be valid. It's going to be truthful. And then we have to create our own belief. Because if I find out that a news media source is lying to me, I'm going to discredit them unless they come out with an apology saying, hey, we reported the news incorrectly. It won't happen again. Because it's not so much about being right anymore. It's about being first. If I can be first, my name, my company is going to get out there and everyone's going to know CNN reported this first. Fox News reported this first. ABC, New York Times, Washington Post, they reported it first. First to report. And that's big. It's big bucks. They get a lot of money. Because everyone who is going to be citing that is going to be citing it from the initial source. And that is important to understand. Because if a source is now going to be discredited, how can we rely on that source? Especially if they're going to be unapologetic in their falsehoods, in their lies, in their deceit, in their trickery. They're tricking us and people eat it up. People allow themselves to continue to hear things that are false and they accept it as their truth. They created a belief that wasn't theirs. It was someone else's. Because if you look around you, you can determine if you're safe or not. Is, is harm going to come upon you right now? Look around. Is there anyone that's going to harm you right now? 
the majority of people are going to say no. COVID numbers, 99.7% of people are going to probably say I'm fine. Especially if you're listening to this podcast. You have to understand that just because someone believes something, it doesn't mean that you have to believe it too. And if I have an opinion, it doesn't have to be your opinion. I'm not asking you to think like me. I'm not asking you to live like me. I'm not asking you to do what I do. What I am asking is for you to open up your mind to find a way for yourself. And you find your own truth. You find your own belief. I might think red cars are ugly. You might think red cars are beautiful. And then now you're out buying red cars and I'm over here being all grumpy that you have a red car because it's an eyesore. But that's your preference. People can't even have a preference anymore. People can't even have a say anymore. It's all mandates. It's all executive orders. It's all do as I tell you, not what you wish. And then we get into the last area. Who do we want to be at the end of the day, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now? Where is this information? Where is this life going to lead us? Think of how many people lost their business from the inception of the quarantine, the lockdowns. People put their life savings into, in, into their businesses. They bet everything they had. And they were told that they couldn't go to work. They were told they weren't essential. They weren't important. So you need to close. And if you're going to be operating at 30 to 40% initial revenue, that's going to be difficult to, to, to sustain long term. But we have to figure out a way. And people did figure out a way. They converted everything to curbside pickup. They were able to get more deliveries to people. They were able to accommodate six feet apart at certain tables. But it doesn't change the fact that people lost lives. People lost their livelihoods, their businesses. That can't be undone. But what can happen next, right? We can remember the businesses. We can remember the lives lost. We can remember the lies we were told. But how is that going to help us for tomorrow? Yeah, we can be better equipped because we have experience and knowledge. But what we need to start to focus on is more on how is this information going to help me succeed? How is this information going to help me get ahead? And that is where people... Don't think past, okay, well, someone told me to do this. I need to do this. I need to wear a mask. I need to stay inside. I need to government or tell the authority figures that I'm going to the grocery store. Look at Austria. They're they're protesting the quarantines. They've been locked down too long. People should be free. People should not be shackled. People should not be locked indoors. They shouldn't be chained in. Then we have the police officers saying, we don't like this either. But then they are, there they are, enforcing it. That's not their belief. So why are they choosing to go through with those actions? 
Yeah, you got to feed your family. Yeah, you have to create a livelihood for yourself. But at what cost? To lose moral value, to lose your sense of character just because you need a paycheck? If there's one piece of advice I can give you, if there's one thing I can give you that I want you to take throughout your whole life is never to allow anyone to determine your future. That is your choice. How you want to live is up to you. You determine that. And when someone limits you and they say you can't do something or if you're not good enough, you have to prove them wrong. Not in the sense of you need to be right, but do what you want to do. Do what needs to be done. Handle your business. Because your life is your life. You only have one. You don't have time to be worried about what other people are doing, what other people are saying. Let's focus on what we should be doing, what you should be doing. And whether that be business work, relationship work, um, personal work, fitness, etc., all that is going to be determined by you. And this blog is a must read for anyone who is stuck on where to get solid information from. And the blog again is Tools of Knowledge, How to Find the Truth in Opinion. Wonderful read. It is a lengthy read, almost a book. You're not going to be left with a sense of, okay, well, what do I do next? It's a plan. It literally is a plan. It helps you understand, well, how do I find my resources? How do I find my information? Because we, we need to be informed. What we don't need is to be misinformed. And it can't happen any longer. If you are just joining in, make sure to watch the recording on any of the platforms I stream on. If you are tuning in, Follow, like, comment, subscribe, do all those things that videos like. And I will see everyone again, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for our next episode in a workshop. And the workshop is going to be talking about something I'm very interested in. It's something I've been interested in since I was about 23. And I always aspire to do something like this. And it's, it's happening finally. So stay tuned for that Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Until then, everyone, take care.